Hey everyone, grace and peace to you all from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Today is Tuesday, May 12th, and I would like for you, if you would today, to travel in your in the New Testament, in the Gospels, to your favorite parable, and just spend time in this parable, in a parable. You choose the one. Um, I've been thinking a lot about parables, been reading a couple of them every every few days or so, and and parables are supposed to take you uh, by surprise. They're supposed to catch you off guard. They're supposed to challenge you, um, open your eyes to a God who you haven't figured out yet. Um, see, when I was a, a Christian for the first like seven to ten years, everything in Christianity was new to me because I had not grown up in church. I, I didn't know anything about religion, spirituality, uh, Christianity, anything. So it was all new to me. So God was new to me. I was learning God for the first uh, several years. And, and I remember reading the Bible and books and visiting churches. And it was all so new. And I was just eating it up. I was just loving, kind of discovering uh, who God was, discovering the mystery of God. And he was making himself known to me, speaking to me. And I was just, I remember all these new sensations, new feelings, new thoughts, new um, ordering of my life, ordering of the world. And it was exciting. And then, you know, you're in it for 25 years, uh, close to 30 years. And you've gone to Bible school and seminary and uh, made a profession out of teaching the Bible. And almost nothing surprises you anymore. You can turn to almost any portion of scripture and kind of know what's going on with the background and what's what's happening in this chapter. And uh, you almost even know how the next sentence reads, um, which there's a beauty to that. There's a beauty to familiarity. But the thing is this, the parables, I think Jesus would have a parable for me because I, I think, honestly, I think there's certain things that I, I think I have God figured out on. Like, I think I know what God believes about that. Um, I think I know what the scriptures teach about that. And the parables were to upend some of the ways that the leaders of that day, uh, the religious leaders, the the gatekeepers, the, the the keymen that were holding the keys to the kingdom, so to speak, the way they thought about God, and Jesus would 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 teach these parables to upend their thoughts, um, to challenge their thoughts, uh, to say that the God was actually way bigger than they than they had anticipated, way way broader. Um, in the words of uh, of John Shea, he said, uh, the way that Mark told his parables was that Mark says that he was too much for them, like a woman who loves too much, like ointment that costs too much, and is spilled too much, like 70 times 7, God who forgives too much, like a seed that grows too much, and yields 30, 60, 100 fold. I just get chills reading that. That's kind of what I want again, right? Like, I want God to surprise us. Like, God does love too much. He does forgive too much. He does, and the parables capture this. The kingdom of God is way too much. It's mysterious. It's, and the ones that I've been thinking about, and I'd love for you to find your own and go to it and spend time in it. But the one I've been thinking about is, um, in Mark chapter four, the parable of of the seed, the one that's growing, uh, the parable of the mustard seed. The the parable of the the growing seed is Jesus says uh, the kingdom of God is like a man who plants seed and. And night and day, whether he sleeps or gets up, the seed sprouts and grows, though he does not know how. Like the kingdom of God is 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 something that 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 grows, and we don't even know how it's happening. Like we we can go to science, and we can go to 
agriculture and like, well, I, I think I understand that the, the rudimentary elements of how a seed grows, but the kingdom of God steps back and go, no, it's actually a mystery why that seed grew, but that one didn't. And this one uh, didn't grow when I planted it in the garden, but this one grew in this, a crack of a sidewalk. How did that get there? Is that kind of stuff that the kingdom of God is like that kingdom of God, he goes on to say, is like, um, uh, is like a mustard seed, which is the smallest of all seeds on earth. But when planted, it grows to become the largest of all garden plants. The kingdom of God is like that. It surprises you. How can something so small yield something so big? I didn't put that much into it and I got that much out of it. God's the kingdom of God is way too gracious. It, it, it works opposite of what I, I put in. I didn't put in that much energy or even time. Um, I thought what I, what I was, what I was burying, I was burying to die, but actually it wasn't something that was being buried. It's something that was being planted. And I think that that's something that we can learn in quarantine. I think that people had dreams and future and hope. And they thought now in quarantine, that thing is buried. The thing is dead, but actually hasn't, hasn't died. It's been planted. And there's a big difference between being buried and planted. When we bury something, we go, it's in the ground. It's going to rest there forever. It's done. But when things are planted, it's the same thing. We put something into the ground, we cover it up and we think it's there. Now it's done and we won't see it again. But I think for some of us, the kingdom of God can surprise us and the things that we thought were buried were actually planted and will sprout again. Jesus even says in another place that unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it is, if it does fall to the ground and die, it, it, it bears fruit. It yields a crop. And that's, I just want to pray that over you. I just know there are people that have been engaged to be married during this time and either got really creative around their, their wedding or postponed it. And you thought that some of the things that you had hope were buried, but actually they're planted. People had dreams of opening things or starting things or going places. And we thought those things are dead, but they're not dead. They're planted. And the kingdom of God can yield something out of that. And so may the mystery of hope surprise you. May God's kingdom surprise you today in ways. And let this happen even in your own time with God. Just go into a parable and spending time in it and God asking God, God, in what ways have I, I thought I figured you out, but you're just, you want to show me the mystery of who you are. You want to blow my mind a bit. Um, so yeah, grace to you. Grace to you as you, uh, as you sit with God and contemplate these things. Peace be with you. Mm-hmm.